think it's important to really be able to pinpoint where you are in your season, um, in, in, in your journey, what season you are in your journey. So I think it's definitely important to understand that. And also to understand that we, we try not to make long-term decisions based on short-term or current emotions. Ooh, that's deep, man. What do you mean yeah. by that, man? So what I mean by that is, Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, a podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? Yes, yes, Peter. I'm doing very well um, at the point of recording this episode. We are in that, you know, that middle part where we've had Christmas and we're waiting for the new year. It's always an awkward moment, but I am still working uh, my day job. And yeah, I'm also enjoying being a bit lazy as well. Really enjoying it. Listen, it's one of those seasons when you are a bit lazy. It's probably the only time in the year when you are a bit lazy. Um, you just don't regret it, man. Yeah, well, well, I say we're being a bit lazy, but we're still we're still shooting this episode for our guests. For real, for real. I guess not real. that lazy. <laughs> <laughs> but that just shows how much we care about putting out value to our listeners, man. So wherever you are in the world, man, just a massive shout out to you. By the time this episode's out, it probably is going to be going into New Year's Day um, or one uh, New Year's Eve. Um, so a massive Happy New Year to you all in advance um, and to yourself, Jax, man. Um, and yeah, man, just a massive uh, shout out to everyone that supports us. But now, Jax, we are going to be doing a quick episode um, today. And <clears throat> it's going to be... You know, and it's an area of personal finance in the sense of one of the areas of personal finance we are always talking about is how you can increase your income and reduce expenses and, you know, really get on this personal finance journey. And one of the ways that we talk about increasing um, your income is, of course, generating income through your job some of us have a so-called nine to five job and um, some of us work different types of jobs right but we uh we work because we need to earn an income um and today we're going to be taking a bit of a deep dive into that actually when it comes to our jobs um because this is one of the ways we we do earn income as well and just i don't know about you but there is always that balance of if we are in a job, it might not be a job that we hundred percent like, but then there's that there's that um fight within us to say, but we need this income to meet so and so expenses, right? Yeah. Well, what you find is the majority of the um the population um do have a job, right? So majority of people are employed and receive uh, wages, um or or a salary. So yeah, majority of us do um, have jobs. We are uh, reliant and, and somewhat dependent on, the, on those jobs uh, for various reasons. One of those reasons is to provide us with um, at least a baseline um, salary that can allow us to pay our bills and, and to do other stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's something that the majority of our listeners, I, I'm guessing, will have. Um, and I think it has its pros and cons. And today we'll be talking about, you know, when, when is the best time or, you know, the best time to leave the workplace or to move jobs? Or should you really, you know, should you really leave jobs uh, when it comes to certain things? So I'm looking forward to kind of chopping that up and going into the details of that. 
Exactly. And, you know, there's so many trains of thoughts um, when it when it when it comes to this. Right. You sometimes hear people saying you need to leave your job every three years because, you know, um, for various reasons, for salary increases when you move to another job, skills development, meeting new people, all of that stuff. Then there's some people that say no, um, depending on maybe how old you are, where you are in your career, you might want to stay for a bit longer. Some people leave every one year. Um, have, uh, some people. Yeah. So it, it does vary. And as we always say on Woke Finance, it's obviously personal to your circumstances. But there are, I guess, some testing points. When someone, maybe someone listening to this is, has been thinking about, you know, where they are in their jobs, you know, how long do they want to be there? Should they leave? Should they stay for X amount of years? That Those questions come to each and every one of us. And what we are going to be touching on this uh, episode, as you said, Jax, we're going to be talking about when those moments do come, what are some key things we need to consider when it comes to making that decision, whether we do actually need to leave or stay in our jobs? So, Jax, um, we're going to probably just, yeah, just, you know, jump um, into it um, and share a few things um, on our minds as well. But I guess for the person thinking right now, you know, I've been in this job for X amount of time. What are some reasons or some things to consider when thinking about reasons why you should actually stay in a job? Yeah, so we will talk about staying in a job and we're starting off with the positive side because I know many people are probably looking forward to, you know, thinking about when we should, when should we leave? You know, mm. it's quite common that people say that they, they dislike their jobs, et cetera, et cetera. There is that kind of sentiment towards having a job. But we believe there are times where uh, you do need to stay in a job. And I think uh, a lot of it is just having a specific type of mindset. One of those things is having an understanding of seasons. Mm. I think it's really important to understand that life does operate in seasons and operates in four seasons. It's quite common that, you know, there was times where, you know, the job will serve you best. Um, and then there will be times where the job doesn't serve you best. And I think it's important to really be able to pinpoint where you are in your season. Um, in, in, in your journey, what season you are in your journey. So I think it's definitely important to understand that. And also to understand that we, we try not to make long-term decisions based on short-term or current emotions. Ooh, that's deep, man. What do you mean yeah. by that, man? So what I mean by that is um, you might have an experience at work. Um, it could be with a colleague, um, a lab manager. It could just be that you've had a bad day and you've not been able to deliver the quality of work that you um, think um, you can um, or is even required of you. And so you may come home upset that day um, and say, hey, because of this feeling, this, this stressed emotion, I, I'm going to quit, right? So because, because it's current, because it's uh, live, it's live in you, it feels like very bad right now. You make decide that hey, because of that emotional um, feeling, you you want to quit the job. Um, but then you have to be careful that you're not making that long term decision based on that current emotion. Because once you quit the job, you're gone, <laughs> right? It's it's a long term thing. You can't just go back into the job the next day. So I think it's really important to, if you're going to make a decision as to whether you want to stay in a job or or leave. We try to remove ourselves from our current emotions so that we can make decisions that are not blurred by that. What what what's interesting about that one, Jax? In the past, in you know previous roles in my in my younger days, 
when I've, you know, had an experience where, um, you know, I've probably been upset about it, right? Um, you're right, your emotions can take over to you. And so much so that when you continue doing the work, you're almost, I don't know how to describe, but you're almost looking for ways in your when you're working over the next few weeks or months after that incident has happened you're looking for ways to almost justify feeling that emotion again yes and yes. i don't know how to describe it but it's just not a good thing to really focus so much on a one moment that's not being consistent over your time working there yeah. so it's, it's actually another form of confirmation bias mm. right so where where you're actually looking for things that confirm what you deem to be true or how you want to feel Hmm. Right. So, you know, you have one bad experience and now you're almost hyper intentional about looking for things that confirm that this place might be a bad place to work. Mm. <laughs> right. Mm. And so everything is compounded on that confirmation bias. And that's that can easily happen to many, many people. Hmm. Deep, 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 man. What What's our way around that? Just really taking a breather and understanding that that is a moment and where that moment fits in the timeline of your type. So if you're there, you know, you've been at a place for 18 months and this moment has happened once or twice, but it's just been those two occasions. What's, yeah, so is it just really focusing and understanding the facts that it's just a moment and it's not your, it's not the reality of your entire experience? Well, well absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, first and foremost, it really comes down to having a level of emotional intelligence mm. um, to understand what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. Um, but also, um, aside from that, I think, it's about removing yourself from the current situation and addressing it when you no longer feel the same way. Mm. Um, and I think something you can also do as well is um, have a conversation with a trusted person about how you feel so that you can gauge um, another perspective. So, mm. so I mean, my one is, is, is my wife, you know, I, I couldn't tell you how many times that I've had an emotional experience, let's say at work, and at least I have her to to rant to, mm. <laughs> you know, who will listen, and then and then she can give me um, my perspective. Even if I say to her, um, and God knows how many times I may have said it in the past, where I'm leaving today, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then and then you know you, you get another perspective and you realize that you're just speaking speaking nonsense because of how you feel. <laughs> mm, mm. No, absolutely, man. No, I love that, man. Um. How do you want to do this? You want to stay on um why why we 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 should stay or jump to maybe a, a kiwi's actually you know what maybe let's, let's yes yeah. how about we oh, yeah. bounce yeah. around so we we've we've gone through one reason why we we should stay let's let's look look at a reason why we should consider leaving mm. um and and since this is the work finance podcast and we talk about all things finance and all things finance related and income is a big part of that and being paid is one of those things. One of the reasons why you should consider leaving or moving on is, of course, if you're not being paid enough. Hmm. Um, and, and I guess, Peter, you know, one of the things that is important to really think about in this scenario is what is enough and how do mm. we even uh, know if we're being paid um, enough for the value that we are bringing to the workplace is something mm. that we need to think about. Hmm. That is actually a good question. Um, how does one know? Is it through talking to colleagues um which is sometimes unspoken about or yeah. one of one of them things where higher ups wish you don't talk about because salaries get exposed and then someone's yeah. like oh that person's earning way more than me or is it something where we look across the sector online but even online they don't just put salaries out there or 
one thing that I've heard and um, one of my um, people have done, uh, Jackson, I don't know if you're um, aware of stuff like this, people have purposely, and it's probably, I mean, I wouldn't say it's fair to the other employers, but people have purposely applied for other jobs in the yeah. sector just to understand how much they're paying them with not really much intention of going. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard of that being an exercise that uh, some employees do. Um, and I think that's all the things you've mentioned are, you know, ways and strategies you can adopt. So absolutely, you can um, have conversations with your colleagues and and many workplaces don't want you to have those conversations. Mm. But you are allowed, mm. according to employment law, mm. to have these conversations. And I think everyone should be having those conversations as long as, of course, you, you are speaking to people who are willing to share. Mm. Um, so there's, there's that. Um, and I think also you can... You can educate yourself more about the current role that you are doing and you know what the average pay range is for your for your your uh, service so you know if you work in a certain uh you know role in a certain industry chances are there is a common range for which uh you know you 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 should get paid and, and most people get paid and i guess you can use probably the average of that as the absolute minimum that you want to get paid as long as you are obviously doing your job properly Mm. Um, so yeah, there are, there are many, many different strategies, but also let's be brutally honest, um, individually, we have our individual goals, we have our lifestyles, etc. And so, you know, not being paid enough is, is not just a question of whether your company is paying uh, you enough, but it's also whether you are doing uh, a role, a job, or a, have a career that is actually sufficient for the life that you want to live. Mm. So, you know, if you are, um, here in the UK earning below the uh, average salary of I believe in London is 35k but in the UK is 28k generally um, then you ask yourself is that is that enough for the life that you want to live and if not you may want to not just consider leaving a job but consider um, changing careers altogether mm. um, you know or adding a side hustle to your current day-to-day -day job but I think it's, it's generally easier also um, and probably long-term better to increase your income per per time or per hour um rather than you know just having a whole bunch of different jobs mm. so yeah you want to you want to definitely ask yourself you know are you being paid enough for the kind of lifestyle that you desire mm. no i love that i love that i love that um i know we got a, a bit to get to so how about we go on to another reason to why one should stay at their job Okay, so so I think it's really important, you know, if you're someone who is working and let's say you um, have a, a business on the side, which is quite common in today's um, generation. More, a lot of people have uh, side businesses, side hustles. Um, some people are influencers. Some people do uh, passion projects like photography on the side that actually earns them a good income. And some people have this as actually their long-term goal. Mm. where they want to create this or change this thing from being just a sad hustle or a passion project to being the thing that provides an income for themselves and, and their family. Um, but the, but for the for the current uh, situation, they also have a nine to five um, because the business maybe hasn't established itself yet. So I think one of the reasons to stay in your job, and this is actually a big question, you know, especially if you, are, if you do have a business and also earn an income from it, is if you are able to use your business, sorry, your income from your job, your nine to five, to actually fund your business. 
if it serves that purpose, um, then that could be something that you really think about. If the business that you are operating on the side is not generating enough to cover your expenses, you know, to look after your family, etc. But then if you combine it with your nine to five, it does, and you're able to use the income from your nine to five uh, to fund the business and to grow the business so that maybe in the future it can generate that income that you're looking for, then you should stay in your job. You want to stay in your job for as long as possible until you become, uh, until you're able to use your business proceeds to look after you and your family. And and that's the the tipping point, right? Getting to a point where you, know, if for those that have an interest in you know setting up their own business and working on that full time, but that's the tipping point, right? When you realize, no, this can, um, you can be self sustainable from this business without an antifa. I guess though, just the the ambitious entrepreneur, or maybe the well-seasoned entrepreneur, um, because you know there's always an exception to the rule where it might yeah. be shouting out, but no, at some point you've just got to take that risk and say, no, I'm going to put my entire time into this regardless of my, because if I stay there in my nine to five, I will never get to a point where my business is self-sustainable. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a very valid point. And I think there is um, a piece of analysis that needs to be done there. So yeah, absolutely. You know, there are some people that probably do need to jump um, and dedicate more of their time and resources towards um, their business uh, that they want to grow. But I guess, you know, it's, it's on an individual and case-by-case -case basis. Mm. So if you do believe that you are um, and you want to be this entrepreneur, obviously my first warning is understand that it's not easy and it's actually very difficult. Mm. Um, but yeah, you, you can definitely jump. And, and I think you've answered the question for yourself. You essentially don't want that nine to five at all. Um, so you can jump and take the risk, even though I would encourage you to use your nine to five to create at least a solid emergency fund before you take this leap of faith. Um, so yeah, there is no right or wrong answer, but also you do find that a lot of people um, actually like the stability and uh, um, the benefits that come with also having a nine to five, which forms a baseline for their personal finances. Right, just take this moment to probably touch on the point around a nine to five days. Uh, you know, there's usually this thing, maybe I'll probably say it on social media. I don't know how much it is around now, but just kind of looking down on nine to five, but you know, it's probably a good time to highlight the importance um, and the value um, of, you know, those that, like us, that work in nine to five as well. So, yeah, just wanted to use that moment to highlight that. Oh, yeah, I, th I think I think that's very important to bring um, attention um, to that because, yeah, you're right. I, I see all the time almost a nine to five is seen as um, lesser than. So, mm. you know, if you, if, you're, if you have a nine to five, then you're not doing well, et cetera, et cetera. But there are many reasons and many uh, cases to have a job um, and many great things you can do by being um, an employee. So, so, you know, one of those things that I often speak about is that um, I think it's important that we use our nine to five not only to generate a base level of income, even if we do have side hustles, but also um, to use it as a vehicle to, of learning. And, and also a vehicle for building relationships. There is so many opportunities to build relationships, to learn um, by being an employee. In fact, many uh, companies will fund personal development programs, will fund for you to um, study for professional qualifications or, or an MBA or, or something like that. 
And, and, and so we have to be aware of these opportunities that lie before us and how we can actually use them to benefit um, ourselves and to develop ourselves. Even if we want to be full-time um, entrepreneurs in the future, you can use uh, the company to to leverage and, and get there. Hmm. No, I love that, love that, love that. Um, now, thanks for that, Jeff. Okay, we, we've touched on, you know, quite a few points on, you know, when you should stay in your job if thinking about that decision. And we've touched on um, one point around when it's time to leave. Let's get back to that, actually, Jax. Um, what are some more reasons, you know, why one needs to get out of that job, man? <laughs> yeah, I think, look, uh, when you are no longer learning, this goes side by side with what I've just talking about. You know, if you feel as if you're no longer learning, no longer growing um, in your in your day-to-day -day job, then again, the key word I say is it's time to consider moving on, uh, maybe to another job or or that kind of stuff. Um, because I, I, again, like I said, I believe a job is more than just just a salary. I think it's uh, an opportunity to develop yourselves, develop skills and knowledge, and also to, to develop the relationships that can serve you um, in the future. Um, if I if I want to add to that as well, I think it's very important to think about leaving your job when. When, when, when you no longer feel the need for the job, so what, what I mean by that is I think when you are, when you do have a job, is there to, to serve you. Um, and if you feel as if the job is no longer serving you, whether it is through career or whether it is you're not, you're not earning enough, et cetera, then it's time to move on. And adding to that as well, I think when you actually realize that you are in the wrong career. So, hmm. um, you know, th yes, there is a difference, I guess, between a job and a career to an extent. But um, most people that have careers are also in jobs, let's be honest. And um, th th there may come a time in your life where you may have been doing a job or may have a career path that you maybe you believed was for you. Um, maybe it's it was very in line with the course that you studied at university, right? But then as time has gone on, you realise that actually this job that I'm doing or this career path is not the best use of my skills, my knowledge base and my passions and interests. Um, and I don't see myself excelling in this career path. Then you have to reconsider. Um, and yes, there are times where it's more difficult to reconsider because you, the career path that you choose to go and pursue next may cause you to take a few steps back and, and a few salary cuts. But I do think is a very valid reason to consider leaving a job or you know changing career paths because um if you don't you may realize many many years down the line that you have regrets for not trying different things and actually doing something that better suits you and what you have to serve the world i love that man um so much of our time is spent at work i think it's up to about you know 25% of our time also is spent at work um, and it's so important we are trying to get what we can out of it outside of a wage and salary as well if that environment or work environment produces that so to be able to say you know look back and say you are learning and developing is just so key man there's just so much more 
to um our jobs than a salary um or a wage. Um Jats just want to even remind you of one of our earlier episodes we done on the Woke Finance podcast. So this is a couple of years back actually. We invited um a recruitment specialist called Tina um and she done we done an episode with her on career planning. Um and it's quite deep because it touches on some of these things. Um and it's yeah great way to understand more about how you can progress up in the workplace when it comes to things like learning and development but also other things um around you know cv planning etc so shout out to tina on that that was episode 13 part for part one it was called career planning series so for our listeners do check that out as well but yeah it was just a segue there Jax. yeah that, that was a great episode and i think um we will definitely be inviting tina back on the work funders podcast for Come part on. two uh especially now that times have changed a bit you know i think it'd be important to gauge uh, her views and um, yeah, for her to share ideas as to how to best navigate uh, the, the 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 recruitment world. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Um. So so I mean I mean I've I've covered quite a few things, and I think <clears throat> there there is one other thing that I think is important for us to really consider when it comes to whether we want to stay in a job or not. And I think that thing is when you realize that the job that you do has a negative impact on your mental well being. Mm. Um. Now. I say this carefully because I do think for you to leave a job immediately because of this reason, or you think this is the reason why you want to leave a job, I think more work needs to be done. It's probably best to speak to a counsellor or a therapist first, uh, you know, to understand why you feel the way that you feel, because the stress that you may you may be feeling at work may not be directly linked to work. Mm, mm. It may be more of a byproduct of something else. Mm. Um, so I would definitely encourage that as well. Um, however, what I would say is there are some job roles um, that that really have a bad impact on certain people's mental well-being. Hmm. Um, you know, not everybody wants or, or is built to to go through certain levels of pressure. For example, maybe uh, maybe where you are in your current life and the experiences you're going through, maybe that job doesn't actually suit you and is actually doing you more harm than it is doing good. So Again, the key thing um, I want to reiterate about, you know, leaving your job is these are things that you should consider. They're not necessarily things that mean you have to leave your job immediately, but it's something to make you think twice as to whether you want to stay there and and battle it out and have some grit and, and come, stronger, come out stronger on the other side. Or whether you think it's actually an opportunity for you to look elsewhere and to make the move. Hmm. Yeah, that is, yeah, that is uh, deep, man. Because um, yeah, as you said, there's so much more understanding to really understanding what is actually impacting one's mental health as well. And as you said, it might not be directly in your workplace. It's very interesting. You sometimes see businesses, they put on loads of programs to improve um, mental health, but at the same time, their work environment, their culture that they create adds to it so it's like a vicious cycle um yeah which is yeah quite interesting observation yeah and 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 as i said there are some roles that just uh tend to require more more grit and and fight and and uh a a better ability to manage stress Mm. you know so so in my industry you know we are money managers and we manage uh you know tens of millions hundreds of millions billions well portfolios right and so you know mistakes are extremely costly 
and, 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 and at times that can that, that can place a, a high level of stress um, and anxiety on, on individuals. Um, and it's look, it's it's not foreign to to have heard people take their own lives in my industry. You know, um, when you are working in, in an industry that's also highly pressured. it's quite common to know that certain people, for example, engage in activities to try and enhance their ability to focus and stuff like that. So you, there are some roles that you have to really think about whether you want to experience that and whether you're built to deal with that or better, I think, whether there are systems in place to help you actually deal with those situations much better. Mm, no, absolutely. I got um even one more to just even build on that link into well being. Um, because it's not just your physical. I mean, your mental it could be your emotional, physical well being as well. But you know, when you feel the environment you are in, and there's nothing that can be done about it, really affects your work life balance. So you know, we've been talking about a nine to five job, for example. Some people. In some workplaces, a nine-to-five is actually a nine-to-five, as in the hours. But in Yeah. some other places, you will never do a nine-to-five because you're usually doing 15, 16 hours every day. But if that's not what you are built for, you're aware of the company culture and, you know, you're not in agreement with that, that can really take its toll on your work-life balance and you find Yeah. your whole life becomes about work. So I think just even building off that, if there's nothing that could be done on that, And you're not having it because it doesn't just affect you it affects the people around you as well um so for me i think yeah that's definitely a time a valid point or time to really just really consider whether you need to continue being in that environment Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's it's not uncommon for many, for example, like uh, successful um, fund managers to, you know, decide to leave uh, their 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 role um, and pursue other things because they realize how much work actually goes into running the fund. You know, one of my favorite fund managers, I know we've both read his book, Peter Lynch, uh, who run the Magellan Fund, the Fidelity Magellan Fund. Um, after thirteen years, he he decided to. to you know move on because he wanted to focus more on on his family um so again it's important to consistently assess uh what season you're in and whether what you're actually uh doing actually matches your true value systems you know it's 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 hard for me to listen to someone say that they are you know family men or family women but then they spend 15, 16 hours in the office. Um, that's that's hard for me to understand, um, you know, because if you, if you call yourself a family person, you probably want to spend time, which is the most limited resource we have <laughs> with with the people that you call family. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's important to ask yourself what season you are in and whether the role that you have right now actually, again, serves you and actually matches your value system long-term and short-term. Mm. Mm. No, I love that. I love that. On seasons, we gave that. as a reason for why um one should stay in their job in terms of understanding seasons. Any final comments on why someone should perhaps stay in their job if they are really strongly considering? Yeah, I think, look, uh, bef before you leave any job, stay. <laughs> stay first before you think about leaving. <laughs> and, Basically, and I... de delay instant gratification. Absolutely, you fit the nail on the head. Because a lot of the time when we do make these abrupt decisions to leave places, a lot of the time they are emotional decisions. Um, doesn't mean it's always the wrong decision, but it often means that you have not thought 
through it and it's not really an informed decision. So I think it's really important to um, ask yourself the right questions. You know, if you do feel as if, um, you know, you're, you're feeling this type of way and you feel like you really want to leave, ask yourself why. Um, often you will find that, um, you know, it, it, it may just be just part of well, being a worker um, and understanding that uh, sometimes working comes with a bit of pressure or, or a bit of stress. Um, there are many reasons to stay in a job. I think um, even though jobs can sometimes be frowned upon um, on social media, please remember that it does provide a consistent income that you can use to, you know, to pay your bills, to save, to invest, to fund projects. You can do a lot with a consistent income. Um, also understand that, as I said earlier, and I'm really big on this, that your job place is not just there for an income. It's not just there for a wage or a salary. It's an opportunity to build relationships. It's an opportunity to learn new skills. And so, um, you know, it, you should always be looking to, for ways to improve, uh, to level up, um, to, to learn new things, create new relationships um before you consider leaving um if you are looking to leave ask yourself why and also ask yourself are you doing what is necessary to gain the most out of the current role um and do you have the opportunities uh, to do so when all of that has been considered and you realize that the lot the, the job no longer serves you then you can start um you know thinking about actually leaving mm. wow yeah fully love that man um we're going to use this moment to just give a shout out to where we're getting listeners from um, or an area where we've not given a shout out um, from as well, where we have listeners in. And this area Jats, is called Tashkent, which is in Uzbekistan, which is in Central Asia. Oh, wow. We don't get too many listeners from Asia, but every mm. so often we do get one. So whoever you are or whatever group you guys are, thank you so much for joining the Walk Finance podcast. You are here with myself, Jax, and the co-host, Peter. On this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. And if you want to know more about what we do, because Walk Finance is more than just a podcast, we serve here in the community, then head over to www.walkfinance.co.uk. That's www.walkfinance.co.uk. And if you want to engage with us on social media, we are mainly on Instagram. That would be at Walk Finance Team. Again, that's at Walk Finance Team. And we're also on LinkedIn. So if you search for Walk Finance, you are sure to find us. But I hope you were enjoying the episodes and I hope you were gaining tons of value. Come on, come on, come on. A massive shout out to our listeners over there and all over the world, man. Hopefully you are enjoying the episode so far. And I think, Jax, actually, this is quite timely because it's usually around this period uh, as we go into the new calendar year, people are really thinking that these thoughts come um, to a lot of people as well about, you know, new year, new me, should I change my job as well? So, no, nah, man, I'm loving this conversation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, new year, new me. Some people say new job. So <laughs> before before, before we, we go there, uh, have a listen. Have, listen to the podcast again. Re re rewind it. Go back again. Listen to some of the views that we've shared. Um, the purpose of this podcast is to give you a, a perspective that you can use uh, to make uh, informed decisions about your personal finances, which, of course, includes uh, your jobs.
And of course, we 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 won't list everything that everyone has to say. So if you feel we've missed something, feel free to submit to us or let us know. We can definitely give a shout out to you and your comment and your reflections as well on one of our episodes as well. But now, Jax, um, any final um, I guess considerations for those um, I guess for when someone probably should be moving on and leaving their job. Yeah, I think I think the question to consistently ask yourself is, um, am I getting the most out of the role? Um, mm. am, am I being served? But also, am I serving? Um, and am I giving my all? And, and I think that is the starting point. If we're able to start there and then we're able to really think about, you know, the situation that we're in, understand that there are there are seasons, understand our emotions, maybe speak to professionals and speak to trusted people then I think we can make best informed decisions um, mm. about our, our jobs and our careers, etc. No, I love that. Um, no, I really do. And I think um, one of the things that we was um, just even thinking about in terms of from a long-term career perspective. So when you think of your job, you know, it might be 40 years of working, right? For a lot of people, they are not going to stay in one career. How does one know when, in your opinion, how does one know when it might be time to, I guess, change up, switch things up, if that makes sense? Yeah, you know what? I've been thinking about this quite often. And I think, you know, um, in our grandparents' generation and our parents' generation, a, a lot of them would have stayed in one career path mm. throughout their, their whole working life. Uh, but I do think, you know, our generation, there are so many opportunities, um, so much exposure. And I don't think you have to be tied onto just one career path. Mm. So there is an element of just being flexible and understanding that skills are transferable. Um, so there's there's that to consider, but also um, to actually answer your question, I, I think it's important to ask yourself the the job that you are doing, how how hard do you find the job, mm-hmm. um, and and why do you find it hard, and do you find it harder than the average person that you work with? Mm. If that's the case, the chances are you are probably in a career path that doesn't suit you, hmm. and your skills, your passions, your interests, these things may be better served somewhere else right mm. so just because you were good at maths does not necessarily mean you needed to become uh i don't know like a a engineer or mm. you needed to become a quantitative analyst mm. right it's because you were good at maths in fact maybe your career path your interest could be in digital marketing mm. right so i think it is really important to understand and, and understand that the transition is not as hard as you may think hmm. because there are so many opportunities to learn online now. Mm. There are so many courses that you can pay for um, on, let's say, um, on platforms like Udemy or, or ScaleUp, for example. Mm. And there's so many free courses you can pick up on places like YouTube mm. just to use as your starting point. So, yeah, I think I think to start off with, you don't have to be tied to just one career path, but for most people... Um, but also, if you if you are already in a career, and you, you might even be 10 years in, um, and you're finding it harder than the average person, and you realize that you're having to push yourself a bit harder just to get the basics done, the chances are you're probably not doing something that you were born to do, and your skills um, will probably be served elsewhere. 
And I think that's the starting point personally. Deep, deep, deep. And that's a deep question, man. And, you know, and it's one of those things where you, interest and passions can change based on many different reasons as well. But I think it's an important question that we, we need to ask ourselves as we review and reflect on life, etc. Um, Because, yeah, the person you was five years ago, might not be the same person you are now in terms of just... And, and on top of that, Jax, the world is changing much quicker than in our parents' generation. Oh, yeah. Much yeah. quicker. So what was, like, the big thing for people to maybe be working in now might not be the same thing in just five years' time. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's another consideration as well. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, the amount of people that I, I know that have moved um from their traditional career paths to doing certain careers that you would have never even thought was a career, right? Mm. So I'll give an example. I, I know people that have gone into being full-time YouTubers. Mm. You know, who would have thought that someone can leave, you know, their career in, in mm. nursing um, or, or even become being a doctor to becoming a full-time YouTuber, mm. right? Um, and, and technology is definitely an area that's picking up. And I think many, many people are moving more into these career paths where their work within technology, even though they didn't do anything related to technology in their mm. degrees, for example, or even if they didn't have degrees and they did apprenticeships, they can still do something based on technology, whether it's, you know, become learning more about AI, whether it's mm. uh, doing jobs such as, you know, being a scrum master, business analyst, project manager, all these career paths in tech, mm. agile and that kind of stuff. That these are roles that a lot of people can do if they have the skill set to do so, but it may not be linked at all to anything that they've learned in their degrees or or that kind of stuff. Absolutely, and which some of some some of those jobs did not exist ten years ago, and exactly. the same thing in ten years there will be many jobs in ten years that don't exist today, but it's got to be filled by someone. So um, <laughs> the world really is our oyster. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Love it, love it, love it. Nah, man, this has been really good uh, chat, really interesting. Hopefully, uh, it's one of those conversations that can really just spark something and so on as well, or as you said, add a different perspective, um, or, or maybe even slow someone down for making rash decisions <laughs> um, and more informed decisions, which not just affect us, but, you know, the future and those around us, etc. as well. But Narjax, nah, any, um, I guess, final um, views that you wanted to just um, touch on? Yeah, I think, you know, as we um, start the new year, um, this is something that will be on the minds of, of many, many people. I think, um, like I said earlier, it's really important to try and make informed decisions. Um, and if you are struggling to make the decision yourself, then I think it is important to get a second person uh, to help you make that decision. It could be your partner. It should be your partner if you are in a uh, in a marriage, for example. But uh, if you if you are not, um, you can also get yourself career uh, specialists, mm. career guides, and, and these kind of people to really guide you as well. So aside from everything everything that we've said, do understand that there are actually people out there that can help you, professionals as well, to make these informed decisions. No, absolutely. We did mention um Tina as well, so we can put her details in the link of and description of this episode as well. Um, for if anyone did want to speak to like a recruitment career specialist, yeah. um, also. But now, nah, Jax, that's really cool. And my only final thing as well be yeah, understand that you know we got a 
a, a few decades to live on this planet, right? And it's about the lane that is right for us. Um, because, you know, you mentioned, you know, someone was a nurse or whatever, and then they became a YouTuber. I can imagine certain groups of people saying, what, you left nurse to become a YouTuber in in not a positive way or so, but what's that got to do with like your, your lane, if that makes sense? Yeah. Like understand that if you want to move into another career, that is perfectly fine because that's your lane that you're going into. Um, and I think it's very important, man, to stay encouraged in that we, some of us may stay in the same job same sector for the rest of our lives and then some of us won't but whatever we decide to do that is our lane wherever we feel led to do as well absolutely absolutely um Jax man always a pleasure as well and I guess yeah for our listeners let's keep the conversation going um not just on this but all things related to personal finance man always watch out for our episodes an episode comes out every week UK time on Sunday 10 a.m um so yeah do just um check them out repost send to other people replay like subscribe comment it does wonders for our algorithms and all of that stuff I'm gonna pretend I know what all of that means but please do keep supporting us man and remember all stay, stay woke, woke.